Hi, I'm Jackson. I'm Lauren. And this is Who It Up? The Mass Singer and Dancer Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Who It Up? The Mass Singer Podcast. Podcast, podcast, podcast. We're back. Season 6, Episode 5, Group B is back, Lauren and Jackson are back, Woo-hoo. it's gonna be a great time. Yeah, so okay. We, we have a lot to talk about, oh, sorry, you go ahead. Oh, no, no, I was just gonna dive into housekeeping. Let's dive into housekeeping then. That was me diving into the pool of housekeeping. Very good. Um, So, if you have not done so already, please, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, even yes. if you don't listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Steal somebody's iPhone, rate and review. <laughs> Steal someone's iPhone off the street. Be like, I have to do this. I'm sorry. You can give it back. You can you give can. it back. Just rate and review us real yeah, quick. Yeah, just a real quick rate and review. Um, we we think we got new ratings, but not any new reviews. Yeah, and we greatly appreciate any ratings at all. It does help us more if you uh, you can say literally anything. You can leave us your guesses. We'll read them on the show. Um yeah, but yeah, it does help if you uh, say something with it, but we will also accept a rating. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. thank you to those people. Yeah. Uh, also, we have a Patreon. We That's do. cool. Uh, so if you want bonus content from us, uh, we are still in the midst of our UK Mass Singer yes. series. Uh, we also have other content for our other show, as we mentioned a lot on there. That's right. Uh, we, we did not do, uh, our apologies, we did not do a Mass Singer UK episode this past week. We had... A very busy weekend weekend. Yeah. Last yeah. weekend this week. So, um, yeah, but we are sure. planning on doing a Mass Singer UK this weekend. Mm-hmm. So look, be on the lookout for that and check out our Patreon. Be on the lookout for that for sure, please. Also follow us on social media, please, at whoisthatpod on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Is that it? We kind of ran through that housekeeping. We did run through that. Also, send us an email if you want to reach out to us. That's in the description oh, yeah, below. True. We get emails sometimes, but no new ones this week. So uh, I think we're we're good to cruise on through that. I think we did actually get a. Uh, we did. Someone did tweet at us. Oh, our, did we get our a normal tweet? person. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Check that tweet. They uh, usually tag us, not the uh, mass singer. Yeah, tag us personally. Who is that account? We're human beings too, you know. <laughs> Uh, while Lauren is doing that, I'm going to just talk about some general notes about this episode. So like oh. I said, Season 6, Episode 5, uh, we're back with Group B. This is our only our second time with Group B, right? Yeah, this is only our second time with Group B. Um, I yeah. did find the other thing. It is specific to Group A, though. But, okay. Um, Chada Mitchell, a.k.a. Adrian Celeste of Times Past, yes. um, said, My guess for Chili Pepper, or just Pepper, as of now, Natasha Bedingfield. Mm. And Jackson replied, I like this guess a lot. And I, I like this guess a lot, too. And we we stick by that, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Whew. So, yeah, this episode, it was date night. It was date night. Mask, mask flicks, and chill, anyone? Mask flicks, Because that's and what chill. they asked us, and it was a bit disturbing. But, anyways, kind of <laughs> funny. So, yeah, this was a whole theme about date night. The bonus clues were all about it was a sort of a speed dating thing. The, uh, con- the panelists would <laughs> ask the contestants questions, they would answer them, and then they would pick who. They would choose. Yeah, and I will say, you know, they they kind of slipped it in there quickly, but they did say that the panelists had a list, 
which was probably yeah. the same deal with the mass dancer when we were like, oh my gosh, why are they asking such dumb questions? Bad questions, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you have to assume that the questions are pre-approved by producers and the powers yeah. it be, so we can't be too mad about that. But yeah, it was a, it was a fun little gimmick. I feel like we've had probably something kind of similar before, but you know, it, it, it added a, a different element to it. It was fun. And so then I was. think really the most helpful part of it was probably, you know, them guessing or, like, saying the person that they would choose out of the speed I dig. think that was kind of intended to be... That's more, like, the the actual clue that came out of that. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that was definitely kind of the, the intent behind that, for sure. <sighs> anyway. Okay. Uh, so before we go any further with individual notes, because we have a full five performances to talk about... Let's talk about our Nick Cannon outfit rating of the week. <sighs> this one was different. It was different. It was certainly different. So, Lauren, give us what old St. Nicholas was wearing. Yeah, so he was wearing this, like, kind of dark gray charcoal sparkly top with loafers that matched uh, black. I don't know what kind of pants they were. Like, they had a stripe on the side, almost like a tuxedo pant, but they looked a little more joggery to me. Yeah. Um, he also had a fedora with that silver, uh, feathery thing on it. It might've been the same thing that he wore on the, the lapel a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. So different, not the normal suit and tie. Right. Very much a sparkly shirt. <laughs> yeah. Was the centerpiece of this outfit, Definitely, I would say. definitely. What was your rating? I, please go first. <laughs> I require that you go first. Okay. I thought this outfit was, and I'm not going to hold any, pull any punches on this, boring, yet somehow also tacky. Interesting. Five wow. out of ten. <laughs> Only a five out of ten. Interesting. What did you say? How were you saying you were rating them before? You were using like the whole Like a grading scale. system. Oh, so yours is like a grading system. Yeah, so he failed this week. So this is a fail. And last week. <laughs> this is a fail. Okay. Yeah, this one is pretty low for me. Just like, I don't know. Like... That looks like a shirt that I got from Justice when I was little, yeah. or limited to when I was littler than that. I don't like the idea behind it, like the sort of a sort of stripped down, like oh, you know, just a, a nice like, um, like sweater for a date night, sweater, yeah. a nice pair of pants. Uh, not a huge fedora guy, no, personally. So yeah, I think I'm gonna go like five point seven out of ten. I'm here for like the. The grandeur, you know what I mean? Sure. Of Nick's outfits. You want more. And this was not it. In this case, more is more. Exactly. More is more. More More is more. I want a cape. I want a mask. (laughs) There was no cape. There were noticeably less less outfit pieces than normal. Yeah, exactly. A smaller amount of outfit pieces. Exactly. More is more, Nick. (laughs) More is more. Except not if it's a fedora. That's true. (laughs) More is more unless it's a fedora. Uh. I really don't know which one I like less, though, the fedora or the turban, you know, when he would come out with the turban. Yeah, I, I don't do know. Because that was kind of weird, too. But, it was. Uh, okay. Okay, we'll let's move, move on, on from, from that. Let's move on from Nick Cannon. We don't have to roast him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into our first individual note of the night, or individual performance, performer, or performers of the night. Banana Although whether or not split. one of them was performing is questionable. Uh, yeah, I'm. I have a rant about that. <laughs> but uh, let's first talk about what Banana Split sang, or the split portion yeah. sang, uh, "Cry Me a River" by Michael Bublé. All right. What'd you think, Lauren? I thought this was a great performance. I thought she sounded awesome. I, uh, she did sound. And awesome. I will say, you know. I don't think he was. He probably was not playing piano throughout. But when they showed Banana playing 
piano right at the beginning. It did look like he was actually playing, hitting the correct keys. Yeah. Th- Who there knows was... if it was live, but he looked like he knew what he was doing. There was a really cool uh, intro to this one. Yeah. Where it sort of started off backstage, and then we uh, moved forward with Banana as, yeah. as he sort of zoomed out into the audience. Um, so I really liked that. We haven't heard Banana sing. Yeah. The banana part of Banana Split. Not once. It makes me think, why are you here, Banana? Why isn't it just Split? I agree. And if we go based off of who we think this probably is, which a lot of the clues led to who this probably is, which who this sounds like. And a lot of people agree with who this probably is. You don't need the banana. (laughs) No. I don't know what... Huh. Actually, I do think... I have a I have a uh, a theory as to why Banana is here with Split, and I'll I'll tell you that okay in a bit because it has to do with the person who got out. Interesting. Yeah. Oh 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 oh. Do yeah. Do you that's think you know what I'm it. saying? Do you think they, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, well, we already okay. We knew that there was supposed to be a different duo that fell through, so I guess they felt like they needed to have a duo. Yes. That might be it. Yeah. Yes. They were and, like, who could do a duo? Yeah. Exactly. But my hot take on this is if Banana if Banana doesn't sing next week, they're out. They should be out. Three strikes, you're out. I just don't think it's fair to have a, a, a couple's costume and for the couple not to sing. You I know agree. what I'm saying? No, it's just, yeah. It, it, it doesn't feel right as far as like... It just it it just shouldn't be the case, or even like perform a little bit. I don't know. But then again, like we also had the thing with Russian dolls, where it was like some weeks two performed, some weeks three performed. I guess so. There was that too, but at least we had the at least we had a group aspect of it because we also <laughs> had the thing of like we don't know how many they exactly how many there are, and I think that added to it. I think Banana yeah. is not adding anything in their current state. I would agree. Just quite frankly, they're not. So I. I am I am on the stance of if you're gonna be on the mass singer, you have to sing a little. All the duos we've had so far, everyone has sang who's been on stage. That's true. So I think Banana's gotta do something. And you know, I, I, I feel for them if it was a last minute addition, but you gotta do something, man. You I get playing sing. the piano's cool. Sing or dance or do something. This show at is, least yeah. at least make it plain that you're actually playing live. Because right now, I'm not even sure that's happening. You know what I mean? Like, I need to feel like you're doing yeah. a, you're giving a performance. See, I don't even think they, like, I don't even think that would do it for me. This yeah. This is the mass singer, Lauren. I mean, that's true. The mass singer. That's true. Anyways. Whew. Okay. Well, that was a, a heavy rant. Heated. Well, a bit heated. I'm a bit heated. Anyway, should we get into some clues about Banana Split? Let's get into some clues about Banana Split. Okay. Do you want me to do it or do you have it? Uh, You can go for it. Okay. Um, so they talked, there was a dollhouse. Mm. <laughs> oh, three ingredients for a great okay. song. I was like, I cannot okay. read my writing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the first one was fantasy and it was yeah. like a jar of sprinkles a or something like that. A pinch of fantasy. That's right. A pinch of fantasy. Um, the next one was pain and there was a Red Cross first aid kit. A splash of pain. Splash of pain. Excuse me. And a dab of reality, and there was a globe. A globe yeah. But then they switched that out with a heart. Yes, they did. A fuzzy heart. A fuzzy heart. Um. Oh, okay, there was like some kind of like masher, you know, uh, 
I mean, I think it's literally called a masher. Like the yeah. thing you use to get mix the butter into the flour and all that. You know, it has like a grid looking thing on it. Yeah. Uh, we talked. There was a plate of nothing. Um, I think that was all. I I really cannot read my writing. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, with the speed dating table, um, some of the questions were about like banana kisses on the first date. Uh, they had not dated any of the celebrity panelists, but Banana did go to Costco with Ken. Yep. Um, let me see. Uh, the split, so the ice cream, said, uh, lakes over rivers. Over swimming pools. Over swimming pools, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, over swimming pools. And they prefer to celebrate with a big party as opposed to a small gathering. Yes. They also said that they would date Nicole because they'd have a ball together. Yes, correct. So we mentioned this guest last week, and we think these clues sort of lead to yeah. all roads lead to Catherine McPhee and, and David, David Foster. Foster, which I know is what everyone's been saying, and I was in denial about it last week. And last week, I thought that it didn't really sound like Catherine McPhee, yeah. but this week, as soon as she started singing, I was like, that's Catherine McPhee. <laughs> that's probably Catherine McPhee, yeah. And the clues lead up to it. The clues do, especially with the, the masher smash. Yeah. Uh, the, this whole clue package was sort of like cooking themed yeah there was also like three ingredients sugar butter flour she yeah. was in waitress yeah for sure yeah and i think the globe is to do with the fact that david foster's canadian and uh catherine mcphee is american ah that's, that could a, be that's it. a good point and then there was also the dab of reality obviously she reality was famously show. on american idol yeah exactly um yeah, so lots of things, lots of things with that. I think that all roads are, are definitely pointing to Catherine McPhee and David Foster. Yeah. Also, the the whole Nicole thing, you were saying that Nicole was in a uh, concert oh, of I forgot Phantom. to really look that up, but yeah, Nicole was in like a, a concert version of Phantom of the Opera, and she killed it, by the way. Like, she can sing. Yeah. Um, like, I would love for Nicole to be on The Masked Singer if she wasn't a judge. Yeah. Well, she gave that performance with uh, uh, Dr. Elvis that one time. That's true. Yeah, it was uh, iconic. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe that's just, like, a musical theater thing. I don't think Catherine McPhee has really had anything to do with Phantom of the Opera, as far as I know. I really should have looked that up, but I was looking up lots of other people that I wasn't as sure about. Um, oh, yeah. Do you see anything about it, Jackson? No. I mean, I see that she was in it, right? But I don't, I don't it. see that any connection to to them. To Catherine McPhee, unfortunately, no. Well, that's okay. There's also a chance too, because David Foster is like a, a music producer, that he might have <coughs> been the one who worked with Nicole more so than. Yeah, um, very true. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, I was also just trying to think about like what a ball could be. So the kind of obvious thing that they pointed out was like a Cinderella kind of deal. But yeah. I also thought it could be that like, oh, these people have probably all gone to the the Met Gala. Yeah, or things true. like that. Like, I think it could be just like a big kind of ball sort of event. Yeah, I definitely. wonder. Yeah, um, yeah. And then you know, I mean, I feel like the ball thing could also lead up to the the fan of the opera masquerade. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. So I don't know a different a few different things of what that could maybe be. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready to move on? I think we're ready to move on, and we're gonna skip the next person, uh, <laughs> and yes. we're going to go to our third contestant of the evening, which was. Queen of Hearts. Queen of Hearts. Now, Queen of Hearts' performance was not surprising to us because we have seen a clip of this, I think, on the Mass Singer Instagram, no? We saw it on the preview episode. They showed, like, this whole performance. Oh, did they? Remember? It was La Vie en Rose uh, and sang by Queen of Hearts. Yes. What do you think? Now, okay, I will say, so I don't know any French. 
right? Yes. When I heard this the first time, I was like, oh, maybe this is Lady Gaga. She's saying this in A Star is Born. Uh, this week, seeing the whole performance, we asked our housemate Will, or Jackson asked our <laughs> housemate Will, uh, how's the French? Because he, you know, took French, like, French. actually spoke French for a while. Um, yeah. So he was like, mm, it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> so based on that uh, in-depth research, we have concluded that this probably is actually the first time this person has, has sung in French. Yeah. I, sang, I think sang in French. My notes are kind of funny on this. I wrote down, for someone who's never sang in French, this is very good. Then I asked Will, and I said, apparently I'm wrong. This is bad French. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> changed my tune on that one a little bit. However, vocally, she sounded amazing. Vocally, she sounded great. She always does. So I think Queen of Hearts is going to be a strong contender. Group yeah. B is really strong, especially yeah. with our new wild card. Really strong. Yes. So, yeah, I think that's all we have to say about the performance. Yeah, I will you say know, Robin was like, oh, parts, best performance ever in six seasons. And I was like, I don't know about that. Yeah, I, but, I, I agree with your sentiment of not agreeing with Robin's sentiment. Yeah, I, I did really enjoy it, though. And I, I thought it was at least something different. Yeah. You know, she tried to do something really different because we've never had anyone, like, singing in French on the show before. Yeah, true. So that was very cool. Yeah. I will say I think I would have enjoyed it even more if I hadn't already seen it, but yeah, you know for sure. Um, like I, 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 I'm honestly a little surprised they showed their hand that much with the preview episode. But yeah, because we got a performance from Russian Dolls that was previewed last the, the season, shallow right? one, and we, and didn't, we that never didn't come saw up it till. I thought we never oh, saw yeah. it. Oh yeah, maybe it never happened. And I, so I was thinking I figured... it wasn't until like much later than we thought. Yeah, so I assumed that it was going to be a similar situation. Right, where that was just like a bonus thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, unfortunately, no. Yes. So, yeah, Ooh. let's get into clues, shall we? Clues. Um. Okay, so she said that she's shy. Yep. Uh, she definitely sounds like she has a southern accent. I don't know if it's real or not, because it's quite over the top. But uh, definitely at least doing a southern accent. Um, she said that she has loved and lost... Uh, but she can get back on the horse. Uh, we saw a quill with ink. Yes. Uh, and then we saw kind of like a Tinder type thing going on. So we saw we what looked like the rock with an action star. Uh, we saw, who was it? Joe, Joe Kurtz? Joe Kerr the fourth. Joe Kerr the fourth. Joker. Uh, was it? Oh, Joker. Joker. Cause he was like, he was like a clown. clown. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I okay. Like I can find a way to weave that into my guess. Um, okay, we also saw Sourdough Boy. So yeah. I thought that could be like sourdough. Lots of people bake sourdough during or the pandemic. Or just like Doughboy. A sourdough dough boy. Yeah. Uh, there was also Ostentatious. Yeah. I'm not sure what um, like person that was. Me neither. Um, but yes, they said they never sung in <laughs> French before. Uh, we saw like uh, a sheet of them learning French. They had the, the pronunciations written out and everything. Um, during the speed dating, they were asked if they would date next. No. Uh, their hobbies include reading motorcycles, riding motorcycles, and hiking. Um, what's the most important thing when they meet someone new? They they look at the vibe. The coolest place they've ever been is the Alps. Um, book or movie, they prefer books. Mm -hmm. And then they chose Ken and said that they'd have a roasting hot first date. Yes. Um, okay, do you want to go first with your guess? I'll go first. I don't really have a new guess. Uh, it's just mostly just people we've talked about in the past couple of weeks. One person we didn't talk about last week was uh, Kelly Pickler. Mm -hmm. And I think Kelly Pickler's a pretty strong guest, you know, yeah. a uh, country singer. 
This person at least puts is putting on a very heavy country accent. And Kelly Pickler does have a pretty heavy country very accent. Very heavy. Kelly Pickler's from Albemarle, North Carolina. As yeah, a I know. Fact. Well, because I so, remember because she um she worked at Sonic, and like yeah. all the Sonics in the area, you know, had signs on their doors that were like, "We're rooting for Kelly," when yeah. she was on American Idol, <laughs> claiming Kelly Pickler. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a good guess just off of vibes and voice, but the predominant guess has been Jewel. And I think that is a, a pretty strong guess. I really can't find a connection to The Rock, honestly, which is which is interesting. One thing that it would make sense is um, it says they would both have a roasting hot first date. Ken obviously did the roast of Alec Baldwin, but Jewel did the roast of, um, shoot, Rob Lowe. So mm. it would make sense because they both have roasted in the past. Someone who I think would be an interesting person just as far as roasting goes uh nikki glazer does a lot of those roasts she's a pretty famous comedian okay and i think it would be really cool if this was her because she's obviously not known for singing but i don't know if any of the clues match up but i'm just gonna throw her out there just as a fun little guess because you know she's really known for like her roasts and um she's she's on most of those i think because she is a comedian so a a pretty decent guess but probably not (laughs) well i i think that is a great guess okay well, you talk about your guess. Okay. Um. So, uh, another guest was Ashley Judd that came out, and I guess she was connected to The Rock because, like they said, uh, she was in The Tooth Fairy with him, which I just recently watched. Yes, Lauren um, did. But I kind of want to throw out a Dark Horse guess. I kind of just thought about this just purely based on vibes and also the fact that we saw a quill, which, of course, makes me think Harry Potter. Yeah. So, I thought maybe this could be, I think her name is pronounced Allison Sudal. Um, so she is Queenie in the Fantastic Beast movies. Like she's a very distinctive face. I feel like you'd recognize her yeah. if you saw her. Um, so again, like I said, the Quill, Harry Potter. Um, she literally plays a character named Queenie, so that would vibe with the Queen of Hearts. Yeah. Um, there there was a clue that said like get back on the horse. Uh, she grew up riding horses. She also actually did a PETA ad. Oh, interesting. Um, she is well known for being in a musical group called A Fine Frenzy. Mm. Not like super famous for it or anything like that, but she does sing. There are videos of her singing. I think she sounds, I think like her musical style in the group is definitely more pulled back, but she, I did hear like some clips of her belting and it sounds like this could maybe be her. Yeah. I think she also has like technique to back this up. Also, like as Queenie, Queenie does a lot of like baking things like that. So I thought maybe that could have something to do with like the sourdough thing. Not sure. Anyway, kind of a dark horse guess. Probably not her, but I, you know, did some sleuthing and I thought maybe it could line up. Yeah, definitely. I like that. Guess. I also too. She does like a. Oh, that's right. Because there was a New York thing. What did you say about New York? What did I say? Yeah, I was thinking you said something that made me think of New York. Oh, oh, oh Joker, right. Joker. Because I was thinking like yeah. Joker, Batman, okay, and then um, the first Fantastic Beast movie is set in New York, and yeah. she like does a New York accent, so I thought if she does that accent, maybe she could also do a Southern accent pretty yeah. well. Anyway, that is my guess. Allison Sudal, welcome to The Masked Singer. Yeah. Welcome to The Masked Singer. Welcome. <sighs> okay, welcome. so shall we move on to our next contestant? Mallard. 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 Wait. What? You know what ducks swim in? What do ducks swim in, Lauren? Water. Oh, water, do they? Yeah. 
And I know I can't reach it right now because it's on the bed, but we'll just make it quick this week, guys. Uh, we are still loving our hydro jugs, and we think you would too. Yes, uh, we are. Uh, I would wager a duck could probably fit in that. The water bottle's big enough. <laughs> At least a baby, a little, a little duckling. Oh, a couple little ducklings could swim around in there. A couple Maybe if you like tipped it on its around. side, you know, they'd have a little bit of room to kick around true, a little bit. True, true. These so, jugs are massive, everybody, but not too massive that they're hard to carry. I think right. that's, they're they're a good size and they hold a lot of water. You'll be hydrated for the whole day. Yeah. Well, you might have to fill it up like once. Yeah. Depending so, on how much water you drink. Exactly. So uh, keep your ducks in a jug. Keep your ducks in a jug. Get a hydro jug. Get a hydro jug. Uh, uh, if you want to do that, uh, go online to uh, thehydrojug.com. Use discount code Who is that? All Who one word. Who is that? All one word. No spaces in there. Who is that? On thehydrojug.com. Do it. Okay. Now. <laughs> okay. So Mallard sang "My House" by Flo Rida. Lauren, yes. what do you think of this? Uh, definitely not quite in his wheelhouse, although I will say I was not a big fan of the singing portion of this, but I didn't hate the rapping part. Yeah. I think this is, uh, much worse than last week. <laughs> definitely much worse than last week, for but, sure. And once again, not awful, kind of like you were saying, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fine. Mallard was definitely someone we thought was in danger this week. I pro- I honestly thought Mallard was going home. <laughs> I gotta be honest. But, once again, Group B is so strong that there were three people who I knew for sure were not going home. Yeah. Which which made it very hard for the rest of the contestants. Exactly. We're going to find out who Mallard is on the next episode unless we have a wild card who comes in and is really bad. Yeah, I agree. Because, just because Group B is, like... So it's, strong. It's very strong. Yeah, it's really gonna be tough when it gets down to, like, you know, Banana Split, Queen of Hearts, and our wild card that just came in. Yeah. Because I'm sure it will get down to those three. <laughs> David Foster's going to hurt Catherine McPhee. And I, yeah. I know that for a fact. Because he's going to have to sing at some point. He's going <laughs> to have to. Or I'll boycott the mass Singer. No, I won't. No, you won't. I will never do that. Okay. So, shall we talk about some clues? Let's talk about I, some clues. Yeah, I'll say this about the clues for Mallard. They were very vague this week. They were. They were very vague this week. But I think I can take these if you'd like me to. Sure. So, Mallard said he met his wife in fourth grade. Uh, he said something about something looking like a big old glass of iced tea. He asked her on a moonlight hike, got a little kiss on the cheek, and his wife was there with him. And that's all I wrote down as far as, like, first round clues. Did you Did you have um, anything else? I know there was, like, a, a cash register sound. Oh, and then there was also the apple core oh, that was sure. in this. He was eating an apple core. Um, and then she had big curly hair. It was blonde. So I thought maybe that could be a clue to his wife being blonde, maybe. Very possible. But yeah, that was all I wrote for the first round. Okay. So uh, some of the other uh, clues from the speed dating round. Uh, said his celebrity crush was Olivia Newton-John. Said preferred the lights on. He didn't say when. He didn't say when, nor did the uh, panelists, but I think we can all guess. Uh, his favorite attribute is his dimples. And uh, was it shaved or extremely hairy? Or Yeah, it was bald or hairy. Bald or hairy. And he said extremely hairy. He also said he connected with Jenny. He feels like he could sit on the couch and get on the same wavelength. It has to be someone Jenny's interviewed on her talk show. Has to be. I just, I just realized that. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, who do you think this is, Lauren? Well, oh, are you looking up... <laughs> Um, so I, I know that everyone's saying this is Duck Dynasty guy. Yeah. I would just be so 
mad if this was him. Yeah. Because his costume is a duck. Yes. Like, that shouldn't be allowed. It can't be allowed. <laughs> anyway. I agree. <sighs> but uh, assuming it's not him, I do have to throw out my Dr. Phil guess because Dr. Phil is kind of bald, so. Dr. Phil. Maybe it's a, it's a, he's talking about his it's a red mustache. Ah, uh, maybe, maybe. Maybe he wishes he extremely was extremely hairy. hairy. Maybe he wishes. <laughs> That's true. Um, anyway, my guest for this week is actually Kurt Russell. I kind of wrote him down last week. I don't remember if I mentioned him or not, but yeah. he did kind of give me the uh, Santa from Christmas Chronicles vibe. Because mm, I sure. want to say, I think there was something to do with Santa in like either that clue package from last time we saw Group B or the preview maybe for Mallard. Sure. There was something to do with Santa though. So I thought maybe Kurt Russell. Um, Kurt Russell does have dimples. And he, he and Goldie Hawn are childhood sweethearts. Um, also, there was the apple, right? He's eating the apple, and he starred in Escape from New York as Snake, who inspired a Smash Bros. character. That is true. That is very true. Well, technically, who inspired a Metal Gear Solid character, which then was in Smash Bros. That's true. That's true. You're right. Yeah. Um, the other thing with Jenny McCarthy, I just looked up like Kurt Russell, Jenny McCarthy, uh, I didn't off the top see that maybe he was on her show, but that's definitely possible. Yeah. Um, but back in 2007, uh, Jenny McCarthy did a People interview when she was dating Jim Carrey. Ooh, okay. Um, and said, you know, like, oh, there's not like a wedding in the future. You know, we're not there yet, but I want what Kurt and Goldie have. They have it made. Aw. So that's what Kurt and Goldie have. So I don't, that's super like, that's a deep cut. But, you know, could be a thing if, like, if any time he's run into Jenny, she's been like, oh, I love what you and Goldie have, yada, yada, yada. Then that could be a thing where maybe they'd be able to sit down and get on the same wavelength. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, he's also, maybe he's been interviewed by her. That's probably a good thing, too. Very So possible. you do your guess, and I'll see if I can find that out. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously, the, the biggest guess is Willie Robertson. I had another guess just based off of, like, vocal tone, truly. I... It felt like this person sounded like they were in Florida Georgia line to me. And I got to be honest, I don't really know the difference in the two. I haven't listened hmm. to them in a while. However, I think the overall vibe could make sense. I know, I know. Last week, I said there's no way this is a country singer. And I do kind of stand by that. Really, I'm just trying to go against this Willie Robertson guess. Because once again, I will be furious if this turns out to be Willie Robertson, and I know there's such a good chance that it is. Right. I know there's like almost a probably 80 to 90% chance that at this point, this person is Willie Robertson. Because I don't think either of the Florida Georgia Lion guys have a best-selling book. I forgot about that. Ah. Uh. And I am just perplexed. Because oh, not by who this Russell is. Because hmm. we're pretty sure we know who this is. But I can't. I just. I uh, Okay, that's all I got. Do you have anything else? Well, anyway, else? Um, well, so the other thing that I had was that, because um, I guess he has not been interviewed by Jenny McCarthy, but okay. Kate Hudson, who was raised by Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, okay. um, like, talked, was interviewed by Jenny McCarthy and talked mm -hmm. about how, you know, um, like, being, quote, abandoned by her biological father, Bill Hudson, was a blessing because then she was raised in this great family of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. I guess I could see that. Maybe a bit know. of a stretch. Maybe a bit of a stretch. Yeah, I don't know if he stretch. has a best-selling book. That's yeah. a good point. I forgot about that clue. Yeah, that one was tough. 
Uh, well, while you do that, should I go ahead and move on to the next contestant? Yeah, let's move on to the next contestant. Okay, either way. TBD on whether Kurt Russell has a best-selling book. Uh, well, there's definitely an author named Kurt Russell that wrote, I guess, a bunch of biographies and memoirs. Okay. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Caterpillar is our wild card contestant of the week. Yeah. First off, let's talk about this costume since this is a wild card. <sighs> so it started off disturbing me, I gotta be honest. Yeah. It's grown on me a bit, I gotta say. It has. It's, it's kind of... It's well, not even that it's like... It's it's not even that it's like so cute. It's just that it's so like goofy. It's very goofy. Dude has braces. I kind of love it. He has braces. And it's so just like long and there's so many legs. Yeah. I I also think we like the costume because I know I personally liked the performance. I love the performance. So I, I think that's part like if, if Caterpillar was bad, then I would probably be being like, oh, I hate this costume. Get it off of my screen. Another baby, baby 2.0. But <laughs> that wasn't the case. So Caterpillar saying, if I were a boy, uh, originally a Beyonce song. What do you think, Lauren? Oh, my goodness. Um, <sighs> Caterpillar, I don't see Caterpillar dancing. And this is only Caterpillar's first performance. Yeah. But I think Caterpillar might have my favorite voice this season. This was easily my favorite performance of the night, I think. Definitely of the night, for sure. And I, I'll have to remind myself of everybody who's in Group A, but I mean, yeah. I think just purely vocally, like, this voice is butter. So, you know, we always like an emotional favorite in a season, and I thought that was going to be Bull for me. And I, I do still love Bull. I think Bull is great. I think Bull is probably the most t overall talented performer we have on this season. I've seen Caterpillar for one episode, a single song, but just combined with the costume, with the beautiful voice, with the overall vibe, Caterpillar might be my new emotional favorite. That's what I'm kind of thinking. I really like Caterpillar. I really, really, really like Caterpillar. And just a surprise. you I know I didn't expect that type of voice to come out of that costume. I did not expect this person to be good, even though that costume looks like it took a lot of work. It definitely did. Uh, the costume also looks very heavy. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, we know because we hear them singing with the costume on and without a costume on, that it is kind of tough to sing in these costumes sometimes. And I imagine this could be tough. What, did you have an epiphany? Well, I just think if Caterpillar does end up moving later, it'll be yeah. because they turn into a butterfly. That would be pretty sweet. That would be pretty sweet. Would be pretty sweet. I don't know if they would do that since we've already had a butterfly, but yes, it could but be it cool. would be a different butterfly it could be cool. for sure. It could like, be cool. Like, what if they did? You know, like the. Sorry to make Fortnite references, guys, but uh, um, what if they Go did on. an unzipped thing? Sure. They unzip the front of it. It's the same head, but on a butterfly oh, body. Oh, God. Now, that would be disturbing, actually. That would certainly fall into the realm of disturbing. Um, yeah. So, shall we talk about some clues for Caterpillar? Yes. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to do it, or do you want to do it? Uh, I think I have this one pretty well, actually. Would you okay. mind if I did this? Go for it. So, they said, ultimately, their life has been about metamorphosis. Uh, they showed a hurricane slash a cyclone. So they left home at a young age, lived in their car, started sealing to make ends meet, and eventually got arrested. Uh, there was a basketball that was on fire, and there was also a picture of the Great Lakes. Yes. Okay. Uh, the, also, so for, for the extra clues, uh, they said they have probably ghosted someone at some point. 
they would be uh, the worst at as- they maybe their worst trait or something would be the worst at asking rapid fire questions. They prefer to text over call, and they uh, I can't remember what it was, but they answer with "get dressed up in a freaking caterpillar costume." I think it was like, "How do you de-stress?" They yeah. also said that they have been cheated on. To Jenny McCarthy. Oh, true. Said, haven't we all or something. True, true, true. true. <laughs> uh, Caterpillar also said he's into Robin because he can't take his eyes off all of his printed shirts. I'm going to go first on the guess because I think yours is better. I have a couple. And one of them I keyed in on the uh, homeless uh, thing. So Sam Worthington is an actor, if you don't know, uh, who's been in... Uh, he was the lead in Avatar. He was also the lead in... A Clash of the Titans, that that film series. He's been in a couple other things. He's, you know, a, a decently well-known actor. But the biggest thing is <laughs> he's English-Australian, but it said he left home at a young age. He moved from England to Australia when he was, like, six. Wow. So that could kind of make sense. He did live in his car at one point. I'm not sure if he started stealing to make ends meet. But, yeah, I don't really have the basketball on fire or the Great Lakes thing, but... Could be that. Other person. The voice very much reminded me of Pentatonix's Scott Horying, one of the main fellows in Pentatonix. Once again, not a ton of the clues make sense. However, I was thinking the Great Lakes, five Great Lakes, five members of Pentatonix. That's all I got. <laughs> this one is hard. This one is probably the hardest one that yeah. we have. Well, because the clues are like so specific. They are. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. usually they're so vague that we I can kind of make anyone I want work yeah. with them maybe. But this is like, I mean, saying like I was homeless, I lived in a car, I was arrested. Yeah. Those are three like really big specific things that I feel like are... Fairly easily verifiable, depending on how yeah. open the person's been about it. Yeah. So it's also yeah. interesting because when I first heard this, this person 100% sounded like a boy bander. Mm-hmm. I was like convinced this person was a boy bander. Yeah. But you know, it, it's kind of hard. There's there's a lot of different boy banders, and they've all been guests 50 times on this show. So it's it's kind of hard to you know uh, piece out which one it, it could be. No, but for sure, Lauren has a very good guess. So well. And I, I really can't take credit for this whole guess because it is a pretty popular guess. Um, yeah. But Bobby Burke has been thrown around a lot. Now, I have never really watched Queer Eye. Yes. Um, but Bobby Burke is one of the hosts of Queer Eye. Yeah, Bobby Burke clarify. is one of the Fab Five of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Yeah. Um, the only person I could really name from Queer Eye was Jonathan Van Ness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of people have thrown around Bobby Burke because he was um, kicked out at a young age for being gay. Um, has been arrested several times, actually, like, including for, um, being in possession of stolen statues, I believe, also for, like, driving without a license, and a weird incident that was the first thing that came up when I looked up as Bobby Burke been arrested, where he, I guess, threw hamburgers at a restaurant worker? Yeah. Because they tried to kick him out and um according to the article called him a rude name they did not specify what that was sure. um for bringing hamburgers into a sushi restaurant yeah anyway um yeah so that also, was just interesting but their life being about metamorphosis could have true. been about the journey of coming out definitely definitely well and also about going from being someone who was you know impoverished to being a rich and famous person yeah you know? for sure there was also an interesting connection with the basketball and the great lakes Yes. So let me let me double check to verify that my um, 
Yeah. So the there's the Great Lakes and the basketball. So Great Lakes, Michigan, Michigan five. Michigan basketball. Most famous group of Michigan basketball was the Fab Five, which was a a, a group of players for the Michigan basketball team, but it's also what is called the Queer Eye Fellas. Yeah, yeah. The, the Queer, Queer Eye, Eye hosts are the Fab, the Fab five, five as, as well. well. So that could be, it's definitely like... It's a bit of a deep dive, but the fact that they have the Great Lakes and the basketball in the clue package. Yeah, I mean, my first thought was like Michigan basketball yeah. when I saw that. So it, it, it's not totally out of the ordinary, I don't yeah. think. Um, the other thing, too, is I couldn't necessarily find a whole lot to do with like the Hurricane or Cyclone and Bobby Burke. Yeah. Except that I guess he gave an interview when Hurricane Sandy kind of like wreaked havoc on New York. Yeah. Um, Just about how... The Bobby Burke, like, flagship store was, you know, um, without power for a while and stuff like that. So that was all I really found that had to do with the hurricane, but yeah. that's something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a couple other guests that I just kind of wrote down, but they don't totally match up, were um, Chris Pratt. I don't think the voice really matches up at all, but he did, like, live in a van at one point. Um, and then I also just wrote down Andy Myantis. Again, I don't think he was ever homeless or anything like that. But um, he is someone who is, uh, he's bisexual, so he is LGBTQ. So I wonder if that could be something to do with metamorphosis. And he did go to University of Michigan. Yeah. Um, oh, and I was thinking there was something else with him. But I, I do think that vocally it sounds like it maybe could be him. He's also a person who was on Smash with uh, Catherine McPhee. There we go. Two and Smash members, maybe. He didn't sing If I Were a Boy on Smash, but someone else did. Chris Rodriguez did. Mm. Anyway, um... Yeah, I don't know. Um, oh, and he did. He also left home at a young age, I guess, but not in a not in a you know got kicked out by their parents or ran away kind of way. It was more of a like did some child starsy kind of things. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. Now we're gonna circle back to our person who got out. Cupcake. Cupcake. So tonight, let's talk about performance first. Tonight, Cupcake sang "Finesse" by Bruno Mars. Yep. Yep. And what'd you think of it, Lauren? Um, I thought it was fine. Certainly a weaker performance than last yeah. week. Yeah, I thought that their performance last week was better. And I mean, we even saw like when they got out, they went back to uh, Heat Wave that they sang last time they performed. Yes, they did. Definitely a little more in their wheelhouse, I think. Yeah. And as we found out, it certainly was more in their wheelhouse. Yeah. Just the era that they that they performed in. We'll say to not spoil it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a whole lot to say about that. Yeah. yeah, I mostly just thought it was like fine. Again, probably not really in their wheelhouse. Um, yeah, I will say like this whole time, I just still thought it was RuPaul, and I was yeah. shocked. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, I, I think another interesting thing is too. I think for my money, it could have either been Mallard or a Cupcake. Yeah, and I may have would have liked to see Cupcake more to see what they could do again, but. I'm not I'm not fighting this one. This yeah. one feels right to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? And I, well, I was saying like, because Jackson was like, oh, I think it's Mallard. And I was like, well, I think if it's Cupcake, then it's RuPaul because he has stuff to do. Yeah. You know? But um, no. But, but no. So should we talk RuPaul. about who this is? Yes, we should. Okay. Drum roll, please. Uh, Ruth Pointer of the Pointer Sisters. Yeah. So, the uh, fact about Cupcake Cupcake was originally supposed to be two cupcakes. Two cupcakes. A duo, a cupcake duo. How it was supposed to be her sister, but her sister had health complications and couldn't do it. I'll say this. 
The other cupcake costume was awesome. It was like it was like a dark theme. I don't know. It was just really cool. Yeah. So Cupcake had to do it alone. I wager if Cupcake would have had a duo, they would have gone farther. I, agree. I also think, and we were gonna, we kind of mentioned this. I think this is why Banana Split is Banana Split. Yeah. Because it was again, originally supposed though, to just I mean, be Catherine McPhee. I wonder what Catherine McPhee would have been, because otherwise she would have just been ice cream, and we've already had ice cream. Well, I mean, maybe they would have—they just changed the costumes up for her. That's true. That's true. You know? Maybe she would have been like Sunday. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I guess that was Ninja, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow. Got Wild. out second week? Second yeah. week. Which season was that? Was that two? Season two. Yeah. Because that was yeah. uh, Egg Johnny Weir was the first one. Yeah. And then Ninja. And then Ninja. Huh. huh. Old Ninja. Old Ninja. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> and now we play Fortnite much more than we did back then. So. Yeah. <laughs> Ironic. So, yeah. Uh, anything else you have to say about, about Cupcake? Um, yeah. The the double trouble thing because Cupcake chose Nick. Uh, I guess we haven't talked about the clues. I guess we can, yeah. Um. So, yeah. We can we can just go back through that real quick. But, again, I was kind of just trying to match everything up to RuPaul. Correct. Um, but she said, uh, you... You bake me away. You bake me every... I don't know what that is. I don't know. Um, black Liz Taylor. She describes herself as a Black Liz Taylor. Uh, I saw there was a cocktail. I think it might have been a mojito. Mm. Um, let me see. Uh, husband was the last one. So I She's think had many husbands, married but this is her times. last one. Yeah. Um, we saw a needle and thread. Some like kind of fairy, like kids fairy or butterfly wings. Yeah. Um, sing what? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Lauren, finesse? Uh, oh, 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 maybe it was like sing what what they love or something like that. Maybe. I think I just didn't finish the sentence. Um, her and her husband are fabulous. And then there was a cackle that sounded very RuPaul to me. So yeah. I was like, for sure. But then she did start singing, didn't sound quite like RuPaul singing. So yeah. Um, also, there was a clue where Jane Fonda sent in a video Oh, that's true. Luck. The celebrity bestie. Celebrity bestie, yeah. So yeah. we kind of got an extra. Um, and then for the dating app, there or the dating thing, the speed dating thing, their most used app is Whole Foods. Yep. Um, they they believe it love at first sight. Sometimes, mm-hmm. um, their advice is to date, don't marry. So I guess that's just because they've been married multiple times and yeah. they wish they wouldn't have maybe. Um, and then they connect with Nick. Uh, because of double trouble. So that's because they Which both the have twins. twins. Yes. Nick has two different sets of twins, I think. Whew. Nick was busy. Nick this had past like year. seven kids this year. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, anyways, that's Cupcake. And that's our episode. That's our episode. You got anything else? I don't think so. So, we okay. will see you next week on Who We Did The Mass Singer Podcast. <laughs>